What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Hey everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From page six, to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine. Everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw Podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. Happy New Year. Oh, it has been such an incredible uh, year so far for me. It's day three. I am on top of the world, Adam. I have gone to the gym all three days. So uh, my New Year's resolution is really paying off. What about yourself? Dude, it's terrible so far. My, uh, <laughs> oh man, dude, my car. So I get back from Miami, and I've been gone for a while now. And I've been before at Miami, I was in LA. So I've been out. I haven't been here for a while. I get back to my car. I try to turn on my car. My car won't turn on, and no. find out that water got into my electrical, and now I need a whole new car. Like my car is worth nothing, and um, I, I need a brand new car now. So I got hit with that. And then also one of the companies that I work for, one of the outlets I work for, the CEO changed and the guy who runs it. And I think I'm not going to get paid. Like they owe me a lot of money. I mean, enough to like a good down deposit on a car. And I don't think I'm going to get that money. I don't know. I'm just putting out there. I hope I get paid, but it's going to get gross. It's going to get weird. I just think it's going to be very difficult to get my money. So, so far 2024, not so great, but there's still plenty of time to uh, to do okay. To turn it around. <laughs> yeah, to turn around. Really a few you days got a, we got you've got a couple days, 360-some yeah. days to figure that out. Ah, dude, it just sucks. When it rains, it pours. But, um, yeah, man, it's um, hopefully things turn around. Actually, you see what I'm wearing now? See this hoodie? See this yeah. sweatshirt? You ever see this brand, Uncle Paulie's? You ever no. see this? You ever see everyone wear this? Pete Davidson wears all the time. My buddy Paulie. I knew I've known Paulie for over for about twenty years. I'd say, oh no, about twenty one years. I've known Paulie. Paulie, when I his he was a year older than me. When I used to hand out when I graduated high school, my freshman year of college, I worked at the comedy clubs. That's how I, I used to work for stage time. I hand out flyers on the street. I bar back the bartender. His name was Paulie, young guy too. He, super cool dude. His mom was the manager of his club. His mom was like a longtime comedy manager. Um, she like ran clubs for, uh, that she dealt with like Sam Kinison and all these like legends in comedy. Anyway, Paulie wound up moving to LA years ago and opened up a deli in LA on Melrose, I believe. And LA lacked culture. LA lacked like a, that New York cool deli. It was never a cool place to get a sandwich. You just want to go to a place and get like a good sandwich and created a deli. He knew a lot of people that all the celebrities went to. Leonardo DiCaprio, um, who else was there? Tobey Maguire. Like everyone goes to this deli. 
I was there one time. I saw Daniel Tosh there. It was just a cool place. And Dan, and my buddy accent. I thought people would come in just to like be treated by a real New Yorker. And it was just mm-hmm. a good place to get sandwiches. And as the place blew up, he just started to create clothing called Uncle Paulie's. Clothing, everyone started to wear the clothing. Pete Davidson, everyone started to rock the clothing. And he just sent me some of the new clothes, which is like Uncle Paulie's, Uncle Paulie's. So, I mean, that's what I got going on. Hey, at least it's something. It's getting you clothed, buddy. We need to make sure that you have some warmth for the winter. I just need something because right now I'm already $20,000 in the hole. So I need, uh, yeah, I need to come back quick. But we had a pretty good year in 2003. We had a phenomenal year. And I remember, so what we did last year, we did like a whole look back. It was the first episode of the new year. We went and looked at the previous year, went through all of our guests, and people really responded well to it. And it was just kind of a fun for us to, to remember, number one, who the hell we've had on in the previous year. But like how we book them, the, like the stories behind how we got them on the podcast, maybe the, the comments that made the most news. I don't know. It was fun last year. So we're going to try it again this year. Hopefully you guys like it. Uh, but let me le- read a comment real fast before we jump into this, just to give someone a quick shout out. Oh, wow. This is a long one. Okay. This one comes from uh, a- Angel, or how do you say that name? Angelica? Angelica, Angelica Pickles. Angelica Pickles, I think from that, uh, Rugrats. Oh, okay. There's a random uh, Y in there. It's throwing me off. Angelica Pickles, five stars. One of my go-tos is the title. A smile cracks on my face when I open my Spotify app and I see a new episode from Hollywood Raw. I found these guys when they were on Fluently Forward's podcast and I've been obsessed ever since. Would love another episode together because it's been quite some time. That's not a bad idea. We haven't had her on... We haven't really chatted with her in a while, huh? Okay, yeah, we should catch up there. Go. Um, I love getting to hear all the behind-the-scenes details about Hollywood, especially when they have guests. What can I say? I'm, a, I'm nosy and love gossip. All the guests are super unique because they talk with photojournalists, paparazzi, hosts, and more people with we typically don't hear from. Everyone always says these guys have amazing candor, which they do, but I especially love Adam and his snark. I'm I'm uh, so happy I joined Off the Record Facebook group because I get to talk about pop culture with people who that actually care. My friends aren't uh, always super interested. That's what's going on in Hollywood, so I enjoy sharing and chatting there. Keep up the great work. You are loved and appreciated more than you know. Take care. Hey, wow. Angelica, thank you so much, Angelica Pickles. Thank you so much. Thanks for appreciation appreciating my snark. Um, <laughs> it's it's my natural thing. I don't know. Some people love it, some people hate it, but as long as you're listening, that's all that matters. But I appreciate and, and you. And joining the Facebook group, like, this is great. What a great review. Yeah. Thank you, thank so you, thank good. you. Thanks. What a great way to start out 2024, Angelica Pickles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, Dax, we had some really good, great moments. We had some really yeah. good, great moments of 2023. I have You made this list. I haven't looked at them, so um, okay. I want you to kind of bring it on because I actually haven't looked at the list at you all. You know what? We, so, we did so many episodes. I went back and I just started to look at really memorable moments from the podcast, our guests that really stood out because, again, we've had so many people on this podcast and I hate to leave people off this list, but obviously that would be impossible because we'd have to name 52 different people. Um, But I'm going to talk about someone, I'm going to start it off with someone who came on twice this year and both times she came on, it turned into one of our top 
YouTube uh, watched versions of the podcast, and that would be Kinsey Schofield, who is our royal expert who came on number one. She was one of our first guests of the year. She came on to talk about Spare, and that would be Prince Harry's book. And holy shit, the amount of people that watched our podcast, talked about our podcast, our podcast started making news around the world because she was on, uh, because number one, she, not a huge fan of uh, Harry and Meghan. I have always tried to like look at the good side of them. And man, people ripped my ass apart <laughs> on social media uh, for defending them in any way. Um, let's listen to a quick clip because she was just, she was good. She was really good and she sticks to her point of views, even if we don't always agree. And that's what I love about having uh, Kinsey on. So, so for people that don't know, Prince Harry's got a book coming out. I mean, you got to be living under a rock to not know right? that spare. <laughs> Uh, technically, we are taping this on Monday. It drops Tuesday. This episode comes out Wednesday. What are you expecting from this book? Uh, I, I think all of the biggest revelations are already out now. Um, I think that we're going to get our fill of Harry information. Um, but I do think that it's ultimately going to hurt his relationship with the family, but it's going to increase his celebrity in the, celebrity in the United States. So is he doing this though to become a celebrity? Is he doing this to raise his, like his name, develop his own as like almost character, or is he doing this for financial reasons? I think he's doing it for financial reasons, and I think he wants to set the record straight. He feels like there's been a negative narrative that he. I mean, okay, here's my issue, guys. He talks in the book about this physical fight he has with Prince William, where William says to him, "Your wife is rude. Uh, your wife doesn't get along with anybody, and she's abrasive." Harry doesn't agree with him. William pushes him into a dog bowl. He falls to the ground, hits a dog bowl. In the process, is he breaks his necklace. This, these are details Harry gives us, but to me. Yeah, I think if I hear that Her uh, William is that passionate that they are physically fighting about the topic, which of course nobody's going to defend physical violence, but if you're that passionate, don't you believe what you're saying? Don't you believe that maybe Megan was a bully to your staff? I mean, and I'm not saying she was or she wasn't. I'm just saying I think that William believed what he was saying, believed the argument. And instead of putting that out there, why don't you just try to diffuse this idea that Megan is a bully? They said that they replied to Megan's bully investigation with a 25 page document refuting the charges. Show us. I mean, that that ends the conversation right there. Um, but I think his ultimate goal is to support his family and he wants to clear the air. Kenzie, bring in the heat. Um, yeah, because we're when it comes to Royals, we are no expert. It's hard being here trying to understand what the royals mean over there. And she's but it's like to... the dynamics, like years and years of dynamics that we can't even begin to comprehend. And I try and I've I've studied and I love the royal family, but I clearly I'm out of my league when it comes to the royal family. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Someone else I want to bring up was a person on the podcast. We reach out to a ton of people. And especially like when it comes to something in the news, we want to hear from both sides. The one part, one party got back to us and it was Jim Edmonds. Jim, Jim Edmonds came on the podcast. Now Jim is the husband or ex-husband of um, Megan, um, Megan King, who one of the real housewives. And now they had a very, very crazy divorce where they're both very accusatory of each other. They're acute. Uh, it was just, it was super it's, sloppy. It's super one messy. of the nastiest divorces I've ever seen. And the reason that I think this interview also got so much attention is he hadn't said much up until our podcast. Like there, he, he had just kept quiet, um, which we kind of thought was interesting because Megan had spoken quite a bit publicly about him, trashing him, this and that. And so we brought him on and we, we wanted to hear his side. I would say it did not go well for us public image wise. <laughs> Not go well, um, and I think half that was our fault. We owned up to that, like uh, we owned up episode. to Yeah, we did own up to it. But however, here's the thing: is after we put out this, let's. He was very candid. Well, we heard his side from Leisha. Let's play a little bit of this interview. What is it like co-parenting with Megan? Because if you guys are so, uh, if she if she can publicly go and bash you guys in the press. And then you see each other on Sunday. How, do, how does it work? Well, first of all, we don't see each other on Sunday. Um, we do the best we can to drop off uh, away from that. Because one, um, uh, we don't want to see her. And two... Um, I think you- it's it's still kind of an open wound. And we don't... It's very like... In the beginning, they were able to see each other and exchange the kids and stuff. But now it's gotten to the point where we have a nanny doing it. And I think that's better. But if I'm needed, I'll step in. But she's made it so that it's hard for me even to co-parent with her because of the things she says about me. She's embarrassed me, humiliated me. And it's like, how many punches do you take to the face before you just say enough? Like I gray rock method her (laughs) like I can't. And it's sad for the kids, but I try to just stay neutral and pretend that everything's fine and and not, you know, mommy's fine and everything's fine. But it's on the inside. I'm like, it's not fine. (laughs) It's not fine. Now, after we put out this interview, after this interview came out, Megan King eventually heard about this interview. And she said, if you want to hear my side or hear the truth, you know, let me, she kind of put out that she's willing to speak. But we got so much shit from Jim Edmonds' side that we're like, we just don't want to be in the middle of it. It was just getting too gross. She has a podcast. We're like, we'll just leave the story as is. We were like over the story. It was, um, it was so gnarly and... I think that was the one thing we we didn't realize that we were going to be in the middle of their drama, which like we didn't want to be in the middle. We've never been in the middle of someone's drama like this before. We also didn't want to be the podcast where it's just like, oh, he said this. Now she said this. Now he said that. And I'm like, we're like, oh, we have gotten in too deep. Let them figure their shit out. We do not want to be a part of this anymore. Sorry. <laughs> like, sorry. We... <laughs> We it was going on this hornet's nest. Yeah, exactly. It was going down that route or route um, that, you know, these two are still legally going after each other. Mm-hmm. That if something were to go down, like in court, 
we could have got brought into court with them. And yeah. for some, that was like my, my fear. I was like, I don't want to be deposed. I don't want to get into court for something they both, one of them said on the podcast. I was like, I just, I didn't care enough for the story. I got my one side. I don't need to waste another, not waste, but and we did, give we another did. hour of my life to it. Like, I'm like, and, all right, this is it. This is. And I will say that she reacted. Um, she did a podcast, her own episode, um, commenting on him coming on ours. And so we did listen to that, sound off on it, push people to hear what her side of the story was. So we didn't ignore her side. I, I don't want to make it sound like that. We did say what her side was. We just didn't invite either side anymore to come on the podcast because we didn't want that. But we did get her side onto the podcast at some point, just as a bit of a rebuttal. I will say I did actually run into her this past year. Oh, Megan can Beautiful in person. Okay. I was blown away. I was like, whoa, you're Megan King? I couldn't believe how pretty she was. I mean, I you see her on TV, but I was like, I was, I, she was gorgeous. Very attractive person. Very pretty. Um, tall, pretty. She looked good. I told her. We spoke a little bit. I think I actually have her number. But did you, it is what did it you is. tell her that we are the ones that had Jim and Courtney on? I forget because I think if I remember, it was like in the beginning part of the summer. It was definitely like a warmer weather day. And I think we did. But I just didn't like want to get involved anymore. I was like, I just want to stay away from this whole story because it was just too much drama. Um, one of my buddies came on the podcast. Um, you know, on our podcast, we always like to have celebrities, but we also like to have people that are actually the people making the news, which is uh, our buddy Trevor Wayne. Uh, Trevor Wayne is a former. Uh, well, he still dabbles a little bit, but he was a. We worked together. He was a colleague of mine at TMZ. He'd run around California. Um, at TMZ and Trevor was just a cool dude, just a fun, cool dude. And like me, we have this job where we have insane experiences and Trevor had multiple insane experiences. In fact, that's why we had him on for two episodes. We had to do a part two with Trevor cause there was just so much lead up to him. And he's such a character, two things that were huge takeaways from this interview. The one when Tori spelling allowed, mm-hmm. like basically he, Tori Spelling brought him into his house or her house and helped. She needed help with her groceries. Like, yeah, come in my house and help me out. Let, we'll let him tell that story. He's doing a much better job than you did. Like a week or two passed and I hadn't shot anything in a while and I needed a shot. So I saw her leave Ralph's supermarket and uh, a lot of celebrities rent beach houses for the summer. And it's a small community. You know where they're all staying. So I knew she was going home. She leaves Ralph's. I get behind her. I follow her to her beach house. She pulls into her driveway and she sits in the car for like literally like 10 minutes. And I'm like, what the fuck is she doing, dude? Like I get out of my car and I just kind of like wave from a distance and she immediately opens the door. She goes, oh, it, it, it's you. She goes, I thought you were somebody else. I didn't want to get out and get shot. I go, Tori, look, look, honey. It's been slow out here. I need a shot. Okay. And uh, <laughs> can you help me out? She goes, yeah, I can help you out if you help me out. I'm like, uh, sure. What do you need? She goes, I got a lot of groceries in the car. Can you help me bring them inside? <laughs> I go, are you, are you serious? And she goes, yeah. I'm like put your camera down and help me bring these groceries in. I'm like, okay. So I go over to her white Range Rover and I scoop up as many groceries from the back as I can. And I follow her into her beach house and I get inside, plays the fucking mess. I mean, she's got two toddlers. She's got her husband, Dean. And there's just like shit everywhere. Just like you would expect like a mom on summer vacation. I didn't think twice about anything. I didn't, nothing in my head was like, what can I take use? It was just, 
Okay, Tori, do you want me to put the fucking milk in the fridge too? Like, do you need help <laughs> opening this jar of pickles? And we kind of like just lingered in there for a couple minutes. And then she was like, okay, uh, do you want to get this shot? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let me let you get back to your day. And so she goes, what do you want to shoot? I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Like, uh, that day I was a little hungover, to be honest. And I go, Tori, I'm a little hungover today. You got any hangover remedy? She goes, I got it. I'm like, all right, sweet. I'm like, let's go outside really quick. So we go outside. And I film this shot and I'm thinking in my head, I'm literally directing Tori Spelling right now because I told her, this is how I'm going to shoot it. This is what I'm going to say. This is what I need you to say. And we're going to walk this way. Are you ready? She goes, yeah. I'm like, okay, fucking action then. So whip the camera out. <laughs> I go, hey, Tori, I was out with my boys last night. I drank a little bit too much. I'm having a rough one today. Do you have any hangover remedies? She goes, I do. The best hangover remedy is sex. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, when I'm hungover, I just, I, I, I tell my husband, I just need to have some good sex. And I'm like, okay. And then I stop recording. She goes, how is that? I'm like, fucking great, Tori. It was amazing. I turn it into the office. The office runs it on the show. And that was essentially my experience with Tori Spelling. Trevor also was like the first like colleague of my, well, so like, Trevor also dated Aubrey O'Day. He was a paparazzi dating with Aubrey O'Day, which is just an insane which thing. Made a ton of news at the time. Of news. Like he was all over the place because people loved the fact that Aubrey O'Day was dating a camera guy. Like loved it. And so, I mean, he became kind of somewhat somewhat famous himself. And he also became like stand out he stood out in the the tmz newsroom because everyone's like oh my god there's the guy there's one of our camera guys dating aubrey o'day like, so it was a big it's, deal. it's his it's honestly trevor's not a bad looking guy and actually he did some modeling too but it's funny it's hysterical like looking back like dude you dated aubrey o'day that's insane and they were like in a relationship uh-huh but it's one of those things he we reflect on and look back at that relationship and how it was him navigating that whole transition of him dating aubrey o'day Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Another guest we had on the podcast this year was from one of my favorite shows on television. At least, I would say one of my favorite shows on television, but it's my favorite Bravo show from Summer House. Bravo is my favorite Bravo franchise. Um, we had Sam. Uh, Sam from the show, she was a, she's one of the newer cast members. But the, the one day she comes on the show, I, it was like a busy day for me, so I had to record this podcast on the streets. So I had to run out and do like Oprah <laughs> And I, I don't, like I was running. I got an interview with Oprah in the middle. Like I, I did this podcast. You literally car. stopped down. You said, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I got to go," and then came back. You're like, "I just had a chat with Oprah." I, yeah. 
I had to leave you with her, and you don't even really know much about the show. But I was doing the podcast from my car, and uh, I was like, listen, I would love to talk to you uh, more, but it was just a weird situation. But it's cool to like talk to Sam from my favorite show, Summer House. In fact, like we've gotten a lot of people from that show. We've gotten Kyle. We've gotten Hannah. We've gotten Carl. We did have Sam. I would love to have Paige. I'd love to have Lindsay. And I'd love to have Amanda. I'd love to have like those ones right now. So maybe actually that season's going to be coming out pretty soon. I'm going to reach out to Bravo see if we get one of those guys on the show to talk about the new season. Can I give um, you a little funny insider information? Yes. So uh, like a week and a half ago when we did the rundown and we had that chat with Malia, I, I had that little sound off with Malia. She, she called from the boat, uh, wherever the hell she was, to talk about the Winter House reunion, right? And she wanted to go her because Sam, Samantha, ripped her, ripped her apart on the reunion uh, or on Watch What Happens Live. And so she's talking about Sam and this, and I watched the clips, and you know I'm catching up on the whole story because I'm just not a Winter House person. So watched the whole thing, got done with it, and one of the guys at my office is like, oh, yeah, you had Sam on. I was like, no, we've never had Sam on. He goes, no, 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 for sure. You had Sam on the podcast. <laughs> I had to go Google it. I had no recollection of us having Sam on the podcast. I, again, Summer House is – I understand why you would have no idea about that show. Summer House is one of those shows because I'm in the East Coast. I'm in this area. I have mm-hmm. a little bit more stronger of a relationship to the show because, I don't know, it's like everyone in this area goes to – not everyone. People have money. Go to the Hamptons. And uh, I wanted to just kind of, I, I don't know, it's, it's more fun show. So I, I totally understand you not have any interest in that show. No, I'm just, I'm embarrassed that like looking at her, I'm like, I've never seen her in my life. And I had a full 50 minute conversation with this woman. And like, it literally just went out of my brain because I'm, I'm not invested in that show. And I know how much you love that show. And I felt like so dumb that I didn't remember her at all. Yeah. Another celebrity we had on the show this year um, is someone who I, I wouldn't say he's a celebrity, but he definitely was the most, I would say he's probably one of the most hated people by celebrities. Oh. And it's, it's, I would say that because this guy was an out, like he was vicious when it came to entertainment news, but he was a big part of the success of TR, uh, not TRL, he was a big success of, the, of TMZ uh, because he had access to content that no one else had. Was what the hell Kevin are you talking Bl- about Kevin Blatt? Oh yes, Kevin. So Blatt explain, Dax. Explain who Kevin Blatt is and why this interview was just kind of wild. In fact, it was so wild we had to bleep some stuff to make sure people didn't come after us. Kevin Blatt, I have known for so many years. Um, I knew him because he was always like the sex tape dealer when I was at TMZ. He was the guy that just seemed to always be in the right place at the right time, or things would fall in his lap and it always turned into a really big story with like the Paris Hilton sex tape or the Kim Kardashian sex tape or like anything. It just seemed like everything went to him. Um, So we had him on the podcast, but the thing that I was probably most talked about from our podcast that people were most interested about was not so much Paris's stuff, but he mentioned someone on the podcast getting it on with another dude 
and that there was a videotape of it and it was in his possession at one time. And the name, the second he dropped that name, both you and I looked at each other. We're like, nope, like that will not make air. And we had to go back and we had to bleep the name because I'm in my mind. I'm thinking again, going back to, we don't want, we don't want drama and we don't want drama inside of courthouses. And all I saw was that name being dropped and us getting sued for being a part of that name drop or outing that person or, even even if they're not outing and they were just having a fun time, I don't know. I didn't want to be a part of it. So we had to bleep that name. And I swear to this day, I still get people asking me, well, who, whose name did you bleep? Whose name did you bleep? I'm like, I can't tell you. Don't ask me. I can't tell you. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I, so looking back though, Dax, do you believe Kevin about like, yeah, he, I he believe he's, he's not, he's not a guy that is going to just lie for shits and giggles. He is a very truthful guy. He's seen it all. He's been everywhere. I don't think he has a reason to lie. Yeah, I agree. He's, I mean, he's been, he's got a proven track record and some of the stuff. Do we want to play uh, that one little part? Yeah. Yeah. What would you say though is the craziest one? Not even it tells the names yet. Like what's, yeah. What, like, what's the what, what piece of content be... that came across your desk? Or just like people would be shocked. Having oral sex with a man. Uh, that was something I wasn't supposed to see. It's something I didn't get involved with. I didn't touch. It was so shocking to me. <laughs> still still not saying who it was, though. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I love that interview. It's one of those interviews where I love when people get into like the dirt and tell me like the truth of what's going on. Yeah. And he goes full out into it. And great, fun conversation. Unique guy. He's definitely a character, but he's really cool. We've also had some really fun people. No, no. Can I, can I throw one out? I haven't thrown one out for a while. I okay. want to talk about someone who, again, I worked with at TMZ for so long. Uh, not in he, he didn't work at TMZ himself, but because um, my job at TMZ was working with photo agencies and uh, licensing paparazzi photos and videos and all that kind of stuff. This was a, a company that I would use almost on a daily basis, and that was Splash News. And I, I think a lot of you guys have heard of Splash News over the years. One of the biggest paparazzi agencies on the planet, at least it was for a very long time. Um, it's, you know, same as like a back grid or whatever. Um, but we had Gary Morgan on. And Gary Morgan was th- the man in charge, the CEO of Splash News for so many years and I had met him in different occasions. Um, I, you know, I didn't work directly with him per se because he had uh, salespeople that I would work with, but of course we knew each other for a long time. And every once in a while we'd get on a phone when it was a big sale or whatever, but he came on and this was probably one of my favorite interviews that we have ever had because what's amazing about Gary is he doesn't give a fuck. And he has worked with some of the biggest stars on the planet setting up paparazzi photo shoots like he essentially acknowledged the fact that kim kardashian used to call him all the time set up photo shoots be proactive on um you know pushing the narrative in a way that she would find helpful for her career and it was just such an informative interesting conversation if you guys have not heard the gary morgan interview Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Uh, let me tell I can tell you when we actually release that. Hold on. Hold on. I'm getting to it. 
Um, do you have any clue, by the way? Oh, here we go. I know. April 12th, 2023. It says, former paparazzi agency CEO Gary Morgantello. Go listen to that episode if you love these like inner details of celeb life, because uh, he really just knocked it out of the park with that interview. Yeah, he's great. And I got we got a lot of good feedback about that interview because it was just that interview was exactly what we tried to do in every episode of this podcast, which is like humanize Hollywood. And he explained the business. It wasn't just the outing of people because it's like mm-hmm. it's I wouldn't say it's outing. It's like, no, this is the shit that goes on. This is the business. It's show business. And um, like when we know, say he, we pull back the curtain of Hollywood, like he did that 100 percent. He 100 percent did. We had two guests this year, Dex, that were, one of them was a person where we had a booker at one point and the booker, we said, you know, the booker had a relationship with this person. And the guy said it was Wells Adams and mm-hmm. Wells Adams said, I will never, you know, I don't want, you want to explain is, who that is for people that may not recognize. So Wells right Adams now. was on the bachelor. He's our, he's a radio host, became the bachelor. He was on the bachelor. Now he's the bartender of bachelor in paradise. He's now married to Sarah Hyland. And I guess when he was he was pitched by we had a our booker was friends with wet uh with wells uh with wells and said hey these guys would love to have me in the podcast and the booker told us that his response was if i want to talk to a paparazzi i would just step outside and i was like oh what a what a dick like you know like that's fucked up like mm-hmm. dude like relax there's not paparazzi waiting outside their door every day like no one cares about your shot that much but eventually we um someone else kind of got in touch with us and said hey would you be interested in having wells on and we were like yeah like we would love to have wells on the podcast and he actually came on and he was great we had a really good conversation and yeah he was great he was very honest he he actually followed me on instagram after we spoke on briefly about about some stuff on social media like he was actually like a cool guy who i ran into like i after talking to wells i understand the appeal of wells and I understand why he's good at a radio. It's like he's very – he's a good communicator. He's a good speaker. Um, just Charismatic. He's cool. he's Charismatic, yeah. I get why – I mean I understand why Sarah Hyland likes him. But I understand why <laughs> he's on TV. Like he's, he's cool. I, I think what I liked about it was we went into that having a little bit of a sour taste in our mouth because yeah. of the previous interaction. And then it was like he knocked it out of the park. And – was a fantastic interview, but then we both walked away like, this guy is awesome. Like, I would actually want to hang out with this guy outside of this. He is so fun, so cool. Um, so I think that's why I liked just the perception versus the reality on yeah. that one. Dax. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw one out. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not going to say it was our most popular episode by any means. But it was someone that we were excited to get. And sometimes that means a lot to me is when there's someone who has had such an impact on your career and you've looked up to them for a very long time or you've wanted to interview them for a long time. And then it finally happened. And that'd be Lizzie, Lizzie Grubman. And we worked. Well, now how did Lizzie? Oh, Lizzie saw us because of a different interview that we had that we will bring up here in a minute. But Lizzie reached out. And was like, hey, great interview. And I was like, Lizzie, I would love to have you on the podcast because she has been one of the biggest publicists on the planet in Hollywood, represented almost everyone there is out there, uh, the biggest names in Hollywood. And 
You know, the interview was a little rough, but I still enjoyed it. And I think our fans thought it was a little rough. Um, it was. It was rough at part. It was like, a little rough. She, I don't think there's – she's not – she's never really – she's the one booking the interviews. She's mm-hmm. never one being interviewed. So I think it was a little bit caught off guard for her. It was like a – it was something new for her. But I really enjoyed – like, for, I think I enjoyed it more than other people. And I think it was just because, again, I've, I've talked about her for so much, so many years. And I, that name is so infamous in Hollywood that having her on to me was like – it was just cool. Yeah. No, I, I I agree. But so sorry, guys, if you didn't like it, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, so there was one guest this year, Dex. When we said when we started this podcast, we're like, who? We kind of like made like an imaginary list of who we would love to have on, and the people were very random. But yeah. some of them, we weren't looking for Sean Mendez. We weren't looking for Camille Cabello. We weren't looking for Tom Cruise. We wanted people that had unique times in Hollywood or unique stories, unique stories. We want perspectives. perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. And one name that was on that list. And actually let's go through that list. Do you have some people that like, can we say like some of those names that was on that list? We've gotten a lot of them. Tori Spelling is still on that list. Yeah. Tori Spelling. One person we can't seem to get, but I really want her. We had Brooke Hogan on, who is an interesting person who we wanted on the podcast. And she did come on, and she was incredible. She was incredible. It's a really good interview if you love uh, entertainment stuff. But another person, and we reached out so many times to different people because if you go on their pages, these people say they represent this person, and then they say they do, but then they can't get in touch with them. It's all bullshit. It's all smoke and mirrors because they just wound up being a friend around the actual person representing them. Mm-hmm. But somehow we got to Tara Reed, and we wanted Tara Reed on the podcast for That's years. So for years, we wanted Tara Reed. Why? Because she's just been around it all. She's dated celebrities. She's she's dealt with the highs and the lows of the business. We wanted to hear it just from her perspective. It was no judgmental. We were like, "How is it from your end?" Because we've covered you. We've covered you during good times. We've covered you during bad times. But we wanted to hear what it's like on your side. And Tyree came on. And um, Can I say, number one, she was on time. On time. She was ready to go. Ready to go. And to me, that means a lot, especially with a a person with a big name. They can easily not show up. They can come up with excuses. She had a a good internet connection. She, (laughs) like, it was all... It worked out, and she yeah. is so lovely. And I hadn't met her previously when she came in to host TMZ one time and had such a fun interaction with her that I was really excited to just have that moment again. And she had so many good stories to tell, but also to kind of clear the air on how shitty she's been treated by the media over the years, how how she just felt like she got kind of screwed over by the press and that press screwing her over also kind of hurt her career. They labeled her as a party girl. They labeled her as someone who just was out there to have a good time and wasn't worried about her career. And she's like, that couldn't have been further from the truth. She goes, I have always been someone that has shown up on time, been professional, knew my lines, and somehow 
that never got credited. The only thing people talked about was when they would see me out partying in a club. She goes, which has literally no bearing on my career, but because I was labeled a partier, people started to be concerned about working with me. And she goes, I got screwed. Yeah, she did. Um, let's play a little bit of that interview. I think the media got it wrong with me. Like, you've never heard one story. You worked for TMZ. Never once. I was never late to set, ever. Mm-hmm. I always knew my lines. I never messed up. I never got a DUI. I never got arrested. So, But I love to pop a bottle of champagne and dance on a table. You know what I mean? So I got that party girl image, and I was also one of the international girls that you'd see me in San Tropez, Babiza, Sardinia. You know, I was a traveler. So when I wasn't working, I partied. And yeah, it was the ultimate party girl, I think, in the world. But when I worked, I was serious. I think the media got that confused. You know, I would work hard, play hard, but I never played hard when I was working. And I think that's where they lost the messages in between. And I think that that's where it hurt me career-wise in a huge, huge way. And then I look at like a lot of my peers, you know, back then, they weren't actors. They really didn't have much they were doing, but they were allowed to party, whatever. And they were getting these massive careers. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? Like, this is wrong. But you know, years have gone by now and it's fine. Like, you know, in the beginning, I didn't really get it. You know, I didn't understand like the double standard because you're young, you're young, you're new. The whole the whole career's new, Hollywood's new. All of a sudden the cameras were new, TMZ was new, paparazzi were new. It all happened so fast. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we were ready for it. I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't ready for it, how much it would hurt me career-wise. It, I, if I knew then what I knew now, I wouldn't have gone out as much. You know, I, I, or I would, but I would have stayed home. But we didn't know that we had to do that then. And just kind of like, it's like, all of a sudden you guys all came out at once. It was crazy. And then I became a focus because it was so easy to focus on me. Like, why not? She is crazy tonight, just dancing at tables tonight, like just doing that. Like, it was so easy. You had me and all the girls, everyone was doing it. Um, I think they got to skip the line. And I just, to this day, I still think I get a lot of the punishment from it. But I think they're finally getting over that border, which is finally, you know, it's only taken me like 30 years. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I get it and I understand it now. And I, I, I I'm not mad. I, I, I forgive the whole situation on everything. And like in my life right now, I just, I'm happy I'm alive. You know, I'm happy I'm happy, healthy, and everyone around me is. And I just, you know, want to live each day, every day, like it's our last day. Because in these times, we really don't know what's going on. It's absolutely madness, you know? So I just want to, I mean, that's even why I did this interview with you. Because I know you've wanted to do it for a while. And I said, you know what? Let's do it now. It's time. God, I love her. I was so excited. Like, you should have seen us behind the scenes. The second that we got the official Tara's going to come on, we look like two little schoolgirls running around, like, so excited to get this interview. <laughs> Dude, we were so excited. The funniest part of that interview, though, when it, we reached, like, the 30 or 40-minute break or point yeah. in the interview, she's like, all right, guys, good to see you. Bye-bye. Like, we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, <laughs> You don't stop the interview like that. We got to like casually like go off. You can't just stop the interview. Well, we were like, if you remember, like, okay. she had she had like dinner plans with her friends. Yeah, she was and in, in the hotel, 
getting ready to go out. She thought it'd be like a half hour interview. We normally do an hour. And so she was like, all right, guys, bye. And we're like, no, 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 hold on. We just need to like have a couple more questions for you. We ended up keeping her again, like I think another 15, 20 minutes um, until her friends were literally walking in the door of her hotel room and she really had to go. But she was she was awesome. And I think she had a great time. Um, I've, I've seen numerous kind comments from her on social media after that interview. Um, so I look back with that one very fondly. Yeah, and guys, I mean, that's just a few of some of our great parts of this past year, 2023 of the interviews we have. If there's other ones you guys recommend uh, that you're thinking about, we had some great authors. Ian Halperin was amazing talking about the Oscars, which was such a fun interview. I love Jamie Kennedy, which um, one of our f- other guests, Justin Foley and I interviewed where Jamie Kennedy said how much he makes on his residuals. Just really cool. So many Chris good Kirk moments. Patrick, I'm sorry. Chris, Chris Patrick. Patrick coming on right after the entire World melted down because of the NSYNC reunion at the VMAs. He came on to talk about details of that. That was a great interview. Um, Heather McDonald. Heather McDonald. All the BravoCon stuff that um, Melissa Rivers and I did where we blanketed BravoCon and had the whole description of it. Great interview. Or not even interview. Just great episodes. Yeah. Awesome. We had a really... We just had a really good 2023. We hope to move it, yeah, move it forward and keep it going in 2024. And uh, again, thank you guys for uh, making it a great year. Uh, if you can, and we do have some good guests. In. Yeah, we do have some good guests already lined up for January. So I hope that uh, you guys stick around, check them out because um, I think you'd be excited about some of the people we got coming on. I, I don't. Again, we always get nervous about actually naming them because it's happened so many times where you name them and then they have to reschedule for two months later and you feel like an idiot that you just said their name out loud. So we will hold on names, but I promise we got a good 2024 lined up for you. Yes. Um, if you can join our private Facebook group off the record, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, run it all. Thank you guys again for always. Um, thank you guys for always uh, just the support. It's very, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's incredible. Leave the reviews. The reviews are very beneficial for us. It helps us out in the algorithm. And uh, see you guys next time. A Huda Media Production.